Mind You podcast, where together we keep mental health in our discussion. I am your host, Dr. Christie, a licensed psychologist who guides the dialogue about how our everyday experiences impact our emotional well being. As we unpack issues that are typically swept under the rug, each weekly session offers an opportunity to make meaning of our everyday life experiences. While you may gain insight and hopefully greater clarity, this podcast is not a replacement for a confidential relationship with a mental health provider. Today's session, we are joined by Mr. James Harris, founder of men to heal Please be sure to follow me at Dr. Christy Norwood on Instagram to be eligible to win a free giveaway of his new book. And as we prepare for today's session, I invite you to take a moment as we usually do. Settle your body, center your mind, and be sure to open your heart as we welcome James Harris. Thank you all for joining us for another episode of the Remind You podcast. Today, we are joined by none other than James Harris. And so I'm so excited. He is representing Men Till Heal. And so I'm going to let him kind of introduce himself and tell us a little bit about some of the work that he's doing out here. Hey, what's going on, you guys? My name is James Harris. I'm located in Richmond, Virginia. I'm a father, eight-year-old daughter. <clears throat> I'm also a veteran, did eight years Army, two deployments, one in Iraq, one in Afghanistan. Um, also an entrepreneur, have several businesses, several, several houses, um, over 15 investments throughout North Carolina, Virginia, and D.C. Um, most recently, I just became an author, uh, published a book called Man, Just Express Yourself. You can get that mm. on my website or Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, or Walmart. And I have a movement called Men to Heal, which focuses on getting men back interested in our overall health, uh, wellness, mental, as well as physical. That's awesome. I don't know how you find time to sleep or do other things with everything you got going on, but we are excited just to have you again join us and share some uh, words of wisdom and some advice for some of our listeners here. So let's just jump right in. So June is Men's Health Month. It's also PTSD Awareness Month. And so why don't you maybe just share with us what helped you kind of get started in terms of the work that you're doing targeting men? Yeah, sure. It's also Pride Month for the people, you know, that's the part of that community. Absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, I just want to make sure that we've been inclusive Absolutely. Um, for that, that community. Um, you said what made me get involved in what again? Yeah. What helped you get started or what was your kind of motivation to start the work that you're doing? <laughs> um, to be honest, uh, so when I was younger, I was in uh, I was a ward of the state foster home and group home. And being a ward of the state, therapy was mandatory <clears throat> weekly. And for mm-hmm. me, it was a poor experience. I didn't obtain as much as I could from therapy, um, you know, for several reasons. One, I probably was too stubborn. Uh, and then two, um, culturally, you know, this is, it was an older white guy. And I'm just young black kid from the <laughs> projects. Um, and, of course, the age difference and just everything turned me off to therapy. And, and like now being a therapist, you know, there's so many modalities we can use so many, um, 
theoretical orientations. But back then, I just felt that his approach um, wasn't conducive to me receiving therapy. So mm-hmm. um, it just was a poor experience. Fast forward, told you I'm a veteran, uh, two deployments. So I got back from, uh, I think, my first tour, Iraq, and I realized I was different. So I, I sought mm-hmm. out therapy again. <clears throat> and again, it was the same experience. It was just poor. This time it was an older white lady with no combat experience. Um, mm. So I didn't obtain anything from those counseling sessions either. Uh, but I did find the groups more helpful because it was people with those shared experiences. Um, so for me, it was more so of, okay, listen, like I have poor experiences. I'm not turned off by the situation. Let me let me be the change then, you know? So. Yeah. Post entrepreneurship, um, went back, got my bachelor's, then I went to get my master's and started my licensing track. And, and, you know, here we are. So what prepared me to start Mental Heal was the um, one lack of positive representation within the field. Like yeah. the field is, you know, the, the field of human services is, is uh, um, 65 plus uh, women. Um, mm-hmm. And that's, you know, uh, the Bureau of Statistics website and all that stuff, right. and, uh, you know, different job websites and stuff like you can see those numbers for yourself. So for me, it was like, oh, man, showed on men. And then two, just looking at my direct circle, it was a lack of them taking accountability for their, their overall health, whether it was the physical health or mental health. Um, you know, so I, I started it based on that, based on my personal circle. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was more of a, a micro mission. But now, today, two years later, it's a macro mission because it's, mm. I'm, inter- I'm international now. I've yeah. uh, had the opportunity to speak in five different countries. Um, my merchandise, my shirts are over a thousand sold without advertisement or publicity, just people, you know, willing to engage and you know, a lot of women buy it because they got that stubborn father or their husband or their right. son, you know, and they see it like, oh, man, I wish my husband did this or I wish my son would talk to him. You know, and then, of course, the men are gravitate to it because they, it's them, it's calling them. Yeah. Um, so I've just been fortunate enough to have a product to have a movement that's not only beneficial to the man himself, but to, to families, to um, yeah. the direct approach to the people around him. So I've just been fortunate. That's awesome. That's awesome because, you know, when I think about the men's <clears throat> life and I was taking a look at your book and I'm like, man, they would really enjoy this and be able to relate to it, right? So when people come into therapy, yeah. sit with someone, they want somebody that they can really connect with um, and right. that, you know, feel like kind of understands them on some level. So if someone were to come to see you for therapy, right? So what is Mr. Harris or James, whatever they call you in therapy, what is he like as a therapist? Um, I mean, I'm eclectic. I'm diverse. I am big on rapport building. I'm big, mm-hmm. big on uh, cohesiveness. Yeah. And um, of course, meeting you where you are. And I'm, I'm definitely big on a shared process. It's not just me doing all the work. Yeah. I'm, I'm not in a position of outworking you for your session. You know what I'm saying? We're going to do good. this together. That's good. We're going to do this together to, to assist you in meeting these goals that we're going to set. Um, so for me, it's pretty much uh, direct. My, my modalities that I rely on most is, of course, CBT, which is cognitive behavior therapy. And I sprinkle in reality therapy. Um, and of course, I can be person centered, but 
for the most part, um, you know, I, I, I try to be diverse as possible to ensure yeah. that I'm providing a good service to you, um, the client, the patron, the the person that's interested in, in bettering uh, the outlook. Yeah, <clears throat> that's good. So it sounds like you try to connect to the client, but you recognize that while you have, you know, the training in being a therapist, that the client is the expert on himself or herself. In the sure. And, and you know, and, and again, like I've had those two or even more previous bad experiences. So it's a certain level of empathy. There yeah. is a certain level of compassion yeah. and a certain level of, OK, listen, how would I want to be serviced? How would yeah. I want my family member to be serviced? So I ensure that I'm doing a good job because I, I mean, I was determined enough to get in a better position. So I stuck with therapy, even though. It was poor experiences, but that other person might be on, you know, oh, no, nah, I didn't work the first time. I'm good. Yeah. I'll, just, I'll tough it out or, you know, I'll figure it out, but I'm not doing that again. So, and we see that too many times, not only with therapy, but with a lot of different things. Like if something don't happen immediately or you don't get that gratification instantly, mm-hmm. it's, you know, the whole process. Is right. So, <laughs> you know, so I, I just want to ensure that I'm not doing that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not causing more harm than good. I'm actually doing a, a a good service to the individual or the family or the couple I'm treating. Yeah, that's good stuff. So, you know, you started this Men to Heal, um, you know, I'll call it a movement, right? Um, that's what it seems like. I don't know if you it have... It is. That's, that's what it is. Yeah. I mean, you really started this movement. And so with that, I'm just wondering, what does healing mean to you? So like when you think about men healing, what does that actually mean to you? Um, I mean, I guess healing for each individual is is different. Sure. But, you know, to like if we wanted to get technical or break it down to the common sense, you know, it's pretty much to restore or get back to your um, the process of, you know, evolving to where you once were or mm-hmm. to reach a greater wholeness, you know, within self, a completion. Um, yeah. So for me, that, that that's what healing is. So I would definitely um, try to assist you in getting back to or, or assisting you in discovering what your happiness is, what your healthy uh, person is, what, you know, a healthy you. What does that look like? What does that entail? It's like not only for yourself, but the other areas and other factors of your life, such as engaging with your family or engaging with your coworkers or, mm-hmm. you know, uh, producing more at work or, you know, being a better teammate or whatever the case is. So for me, I would say that's what it is all around. <clears throat> yeah. It's kind of what the person across from you or with you wants wants it to look like right for their life sure yeah yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's like that that purity of it you know like what where can we go from here you know yeah like yeah yeah how can we move forward and mm-hmm. you know one of the things i loved about um your book is you talked about attachment and you capitalized the men in attachment Right. So, yeah, every yeah. every chapter or everywhere that men is mentioned mm-hmm. is capitalized, is highlighted because that's my audience. Um, yeah. Of course, to be honest, which you have tons of women that support. Uh, yeah. Again, they advocate for their fathers or the husband or the sons. Um, but I was talking specifically to the men because right. they are the ones who statistically um lack going to the doctor not only for mental health reasons but for physical reasons 
you know, like if it's not falling off or you're not bleeding, the right. dust, tend not to go, you know, and, and rightfully so in some cases, because it's many factors that go into one to, to go to the doctor. Um, you know, some people still don't believe that, you know, they have to, or some people aren't in a position to take off work or miss overtime because they got to provide. Right. Um, and then of course the older generation, like I, I, I got a client that's probably 60 plus, but he or his parents were near that Tuskegee experiment, you mm-hmm. know, when the people that were supposed to be taking care of you experimented on you. So yeah. for him, it's, you know, it's like, oh man, I, I'm here because I want to change, but I'm also reluctant to give up so much because I don't want you to use it against me. Right. Um, and you got to understand for a long time, stuff were used against you. Um, you know, like think about how many families were broken up just by what they probably told right. or how many jobs were lost, you know, based on what they, you know what I mean? Like now mm-hmm. we have, the, we have different sanctions based on our board to where we got confidentiality. Right. But it wasn't like that in, no. in most cases for a long right. time. So, you know, it's pretty, it's a difference now. And then of course you got the guys that are just stubborn that just think like, I can deal with it. I can handle it. Um, so they tend to wear it, but they um, don't know that they're having impairments and different factors of their life or impacting the people around them. So, yeah. you know, it goes unnoticed or the family is stressed or the coworkers are stressed or he's just looked at as a, you know, a, a menace or deviant. Like, right. like I don't want to be around that person right. because he do XYZ, but you know, him, you as that person, you don't recognize those traits because you are avoiding, you know, getting assistance. Right. Exactly. And that avoidance is, is real. I mean, it's, it's a real thing and it can look very healthy, right? So people can stay busy, can stay active. Um, That's what it is. You're overcompensating, uh, you know, or you're, you're running from um, a certain thing. Right, exactly. And you know, as so as a woman, our tendency, I'll speak for myself, sometimes I have the tendency to just want to, you know, try to fix it, especially with, you know, men. And so when I think about your, your book, you know, when you think about um, some of the ladies that might be or women who might be listening to this, you know, how could they if they see a man in their life who they care about that might be struggling? I mean, should they just would you suggest just leave it on the table? Would you suggest? <coughs> suggest introducing this book to a man that they want to help with his healing process sure i mean to be honest with you if you are a in a couple you know if you're the wife or the girlfriend um it's a healthy way for you guys to exchange dialogue so Mm -hmm. it can be an exercise that you guys do over a date night or it can be you introducing it to him as a means of 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 a support hey sweetheart i noticed you've been different or i noticed you haven't been talking or engaging as much as you used to or is there anything wrong? I, you know, you seem distant or whatever the case is. You can introduce it and just say, um, hey, how about you do a couple of these pages and then let me look at it later. Um, so that way you would know, because uh, there's so many right now, like you'll be surprised, like how many uh, positive responses I've got from couples mm-hmm. um, that are freshly married. And then the oldest couple married probably was, I think this couple was 23 years married. And this wow. lady wrote me, and said, this is the most my husband and I talked uh, in years, mm-hmm. you know, just by, just by processing the book. Yeah. Um, and, but it's, 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 so the chapters are in there are designed 
the way I designed them for that purpose. Um, because it's, it's certain things that he might not be able to articulate. Right. You know, he might not be able to tell you directly, but he can complete these exercises and give it back to you. You can flip through and then you can say, oh, this is what it means when he shut down or, oh, he's not upset with me. He's upset because of X, Y, Z, you know, so right. it's, again, it's, it's healthy ways that you guys can introduce it. Absolutely. And it's okay if he doesn't want to share it with us, right? It is. You know, he, he is. It's a, it's a journey. It's a process. Mm-hmm. I would say that it's more beneficial if he shared it with you because mm-hmm. it'll probably be potentially less conflict. Yeah. Yeah. And that might take a little bit of time to happen, right? Yeah. Talked about the, the women who might be trying to help some of the men that they care about heal and go through their journey. So with the, the various men who have purchased your journal and who are going through their own healing process, what would you share with them? They're going through the process or they're just starting the process. What would you share to them as they're going through this journey? Yeah, no, take your time. Pace yourself. Definitely, you know, have an open mind when you're approaching not only this situation, not only my book or not only therapy, but any situation. You want to have an open mind. You want to be open to the process of change, you know, um, and you want to be able to receive something without judgment before you even open it or before you even approach it. Um, and, and because there's a lot of different variables in there that come into to play um, when you decide to seek help, like whether it's me or any other person, we're not in a position to help nobody that doesn't want to be helped or doesn't see uh, an issue with their actions. Yeah. Um, so it is definitely important to, you know, approach it with the mindset of I'm doing this for myself and I'm doing this for the people around me. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, like it's so insightful, but I'm hoping that you already possess this knowledge. You just needed a, a boost or a way to enhance this knowledge. Yeah. Right. So, you know, like that's, that's all it is. It's a tool. It's a maintenance check. You know, like um, you can very well have oil in your car, but of course you check it every, you know, Absolutely. Or whatever. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's one of those features, like just a maintenance check. Just let me make sure that I'm still on the right track. Right. Or, let me take in consideration the other people around me. So that's yeah. what it is. And that's awesome because if we don't get our cars checked, we'll be on the side of the road, right? Eventually that car will right. sputter out. And this, the way I see it is, you know, it's almost like uh, someone might do it today, might complete the, the journal at this point in time, but a year from now they can go back through it, look at their old responses. They might be, they probably will be in a different spot and they can go through this process again as well yeah. something they can use it seems to me continuously mm-hmm. yeah so you know i don't want to discount everything that's going on right now in our world really between um, covid19 as well as just the civic unrest that's going on and everything that we're all just trying to um, heal from and, and deal with and cope with midst of what I will call trauma for many of us, if not all of us. And so I'm also wondering with that, you know, with this idea of man, just express yourself, how you see this fitting in and, and maybe helping and helping us heal with everything that we've all got going on right now. Well, so to be honest with you, it's a lot of unresolved trauma, not yeah. only with, you know, now with your unrest or unjust, uh, killings of the african-american men but Mm -hmm. just from a historical standpoint you know with systematic issues of racism and inclusion and stuff like that like 
um, you know, unfair treatment. And then to add the COVID situation, which yeah. is stressful and impactful in itself to not only the men, but to the women as well. But uh, I would address it to the men because oftentimes yeah. they are the ones who still have to or have that pressure to still provide or have the answers for their family. Um, not that women don't, but, you know, realistically or I guess um, from a societal standpoint, the man is supposed to provide and and be that rock for his family. Yeah. Um, and so those are some of the pressures we have placed upon him. So um, if he's not in a position to deal with that stress, it, it can become, of course, depression. Or yeah. if he's repeatedly seeing these um, vicarious trauma issues, it can become post-traumatic stress disorder. Right. So it can become, you know, more things uh, to bear in addition to him already having potentially unresolved issues that he doesn't know about. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's important to be aware of that. And so this is really a tool. This, this journal is a tool for men to start that process of becoming aware. Sure. Yep. Uh, at yeah. least, at least to, you know, open the door and, and and try to figure some things out or at least uh, question, you know, am I on the right track or can right. I be better or, you know, can I do something differently? You know, even with the section on, is a, is a section in there on triggers, is mm-hmm. a section in there on displacement, you know, mm-hmm. so even with little things like that, like if I know my triggers, I can avoid certain situations or I, yeah. can, I can learn to react to certain situations differently. Um, you know, so it's, it's, again, it's, it's very educational and insightful. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I love the work that you're doing. And one of the things, you know, with this podcast, I like to leave people with reminders. I like for the guests to leave them with reminders, reminders to keep mental health in the discussion. And so mm-hmm. I'm wondering kind of when you think about the work you're doing, what is the kind of one reminder, the piece that you want, you know, our listeners to kind of keep in mind as they're going forward and dealing with everything that's going on right now? What's your words of reminders to them? Um, so the motto at my healing hub, which is, which is my uh, place here in Richmond, you know, I do my outpatient there. I do, uh, we got yoga one night a week. I do Zumba there one night a week. I got a uh, massage therapy, Reiki, um, mm. be the less fortunate earth third Saturday, um, do seminars for the community. First time home buying, um, credit repair, debt restor- um, restoration of rights, debt uh, information, financial literacy, um, different stuff like that is, yeah. is where, I, you know, it's my hub. So it's, it's the healing hub. That's what it is. But the motto there and what I have over top of the building is um, coping is a process to heal is the outcome. Um mm. So, you know, I, I would definitely leave them with that. Like, yeah. it's a process. It's a journey. Um, but you have to start. You have to yeah. do the work, you know. The outcome, yeah. of course, is the healing. You know, you can walk in that wholeness. You can walk in that restoration. You can walk in that um, that that positive energy that, you know, that and, and then that energy can transparent itself or, or display itself to others so they can get some of that synergy from your positive energy yeah coping is a process and we can go through that process and pass it along to other people too i love 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 the work that you're doing i really do and i think it's much needed 
And so if people want to keep up with you, if they want to find out more information about you, where can they go? Where can they find you? Where can they keep up with all the awesome stuff you're doing? Sure. They can uh, go to my website, www.mentoheal.com, mentoheal.com. And of course, they can go to my Instagram, which is men underscore T-O underscore H-E-A-L. That's men underscore T-O-H-E-A-L. That's awesome. So you all follow him on Instagram, go to his website, purchase his book. We're going to be doing um, a giveaway of one of his books. So one lucky person will be able to um, start their own journey of coping and, and hopefully healing. So James, again, thank you for all that you're doing. Thank you for all that you're pouring out, not just mental health, physical health. We just appreciate you. I know that you're more than just a therapist. Um, you know, you've got other roles and other hats. So we just appreciate your time. We appreciate your energy. Thank you, everybody, for listening in. And again, please follow and keep up with Men to Heal. And we will see you next time on the Remind You podcast. Thank you for tuning in to today's session of the Remind You podcast. We really got some great information that I think we can apply during the upcoming week. For more information about general mental wellness or to learn about some additional resources, please visit me at www.remind-u.com. Or, of course, you can follow me on Instagram at Dr. Christy Norwood on Instagram. Thank you all so much. And be sure that you are keeping mental health in your discussions. I'll see you next week for our newest episode.